Hear he, hear he. Presenting Lord Lou. <laughs> I can't take that seriously. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's like a, a tone deaf trumpet, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I try to give you a triumphant entrance because. You decided that you're going to be Lord Lou. So listen, anyway, if you can't hold up your status of Lord, I'm going to maintain my status of Sir Bash. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode seven of the Respawn podcast with me, Sir Bash, and uh, the not-so-Lord Lou on my... What side is this? Are you on my right-hand side? Yeah, on my right-hand side. So um, the not-so-Lord Lou, please say hazard to all our peeps. It is I, Lord Lou. My trumpets, however, are not very lordly, man. We need to upgrade those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that caught me off guard, Sir Bash. I was expecting um, at least some hype to them. I was like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Dude, how is your trumpet more hyped than what I did? <laughs> it definitely was, bro. <laughs> Oh man, uh, it is what We're it starting is, brother. The, the podcast off like this, audience. I don't know what you guys can expect, but yeah, we are <laughs> episode seven. So, Bash, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Uh, um, we are on a very interesting journey, you know, with uh, with the content that we're talking about, and I think it's mm. uh, it's definitely what's the word, uh, picking some attention. You know, some people are like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's really interesting," you know, sort of thing. I am finding, though, that the commentary that I am getting are normally from sort of uh, content consumers. You know what I'm saying? So they don't necessarily share and make sure like advertising gets done and everything. So please, guys, we're talking to so many of you. Please, please, please subscribe, um, share the links, comment, invite people, whatever it is. Just make it happen. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. We're all over the show. Uh, help yeah. us out there. We are... So grateful for everything that you guys have done for us so far. Continue. And uh, we know, look, we said last time Respawn is uh, even not even starting to take shape yet. But uh, we're very excited about what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? So uh, how are you feeling, Butz? How's the week been? Butz, I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great because I honestly believe that the climate itself has decided it's on Team Lou, bro. Remember that episode, eh? When we had the discussion on, on summer versus winter. Look who's back, brother. Look who's oh my back. gosh. I bet you. Wig, bro. What you see is what you get, and it is freezing and it is great. And we are excelling at life because of that, bro. You know what? You know what? I, I was actually thinking these last couple of days who the heck is responsible for this? But now you've shown me you're the one responsible for this nonsense, bro. Bro, if I could just tell you what Lord Lou is responsible for, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not trumpets that give hype. That's for sure. <laughs> that's the Sir Bash department category. But um, yeah, man, I'm doing well, bro. Look, episode six was was pretty enjoyable. I enjoyed it. It took a it took a nice juicy turn. Mm, um, mm, the mm. the content we've been discussing. Yes, if you had to ask us to be honest about it, episode one, I did not know this is where we'd be at episode six and seven. It's it has taken a life of its own. Part sure. and parcel, just because that is who we are, Sir Bash and Lord Lou. Things just go in their own direction. But also part and parcel to the audience that has interacted and that has especially spoken to us face-to-face -face mm. and mm. asked us questions and 
told us and sort of guided us in a sense to say, you know what, this has been really helpful. It would be nicer ever if you went in that direction or if you discussed this or you covered that, which I think we've done pretty pretty well, to be honest with you. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, even if the audience ain't finding it helpful, I am. So, <laughs> no, of course, absolutely. And I think it's it's fair to say that, uh, you know, the more we talk about these things, the more we discuss these things, you know, they're, they're even turning inside of us, you know, it's like, hey, wait a yeah. minute. I, I forgot about that. I got, I got to do better with that. You know, I, I got to focus a bit more, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, but like we didn't, we know, um, you know, the podcast game is, uh, is new to either of us. So, uh, we're going with it. And thank you so much for everyone who's, uh, who's joining the journey. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. As always, we're here for you. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. You. <laughs> and, uh, also we love the box. Four time champions, baby. Four, oh, baby. Oh. Can you believe it? Cuatro. Cuatro. Uno, dos, tres. Cuatro. Un, dos, trois, cut. Ek, do, din. Oh, no. Sebastian, I'm going to have to ask you to politely Ek, do, just stop Char. there, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get all my languages in line here. Yeah. I was going to count in Zulu. I don't know. I'm blank. Start with Afrikaans, bro. That's uh, en, tue, dri, there you go. Let's go. <laughs> but. But listen, man, what a match. I, I think that final was, boom. It was unreal, dude. The, it, the, the, the tension. I mean, you were talking about the gray hairs in semifinals and quarterfinals. What about that final, bro? Bro, what about that final, man? Oh, and you know, and to think we didn't even score in the second half. Jeez, Literally dude. 40 minutes of defending. Dude. You dude. know what? Praise God. They missed two of their kicks. Yeah. To one of the penalties, the one conversion, we'll take what we can get. Well, that's but it. we are the champions. We are now the champions again for the next exactly. four years. So exactly. to the Boca, you know what? Well done from the bottom of our hearts. That's um, it. There's definitely truth in what all the politicians are now saying that sports does unite the nation. Um, there's an overwhelming good feeling after something like that happens. And a lot of the other stuff gets forgotten about temporarily, which is great. And um, I think the people remember that, hey, we are still people, yeah. Let's remember to love each other. Yeah. Let's remember yeah, that yeah. we are still, you know, united by by something. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, there's only one negative to the <laughs> to the box winning. I don't know if I should mention this, but ugh, I've already kind of mentioned it. But load shedding's back, bro. What? So I honestly say that's the only downer to the week, man. Is that like World Cups over load shedding's back? And I'm just like, well, that's poor. Dude, dude, let's talk about this. How the 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 ESCOM Sapush app gave the notification the minute the final whistle blew that load shedding was back. Stage two and three has started. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I was like, you didn't even give us a chance to revel in the victory. I'm like, yeah. I'm like yeah. no, this, this is too much. I, I, was, I was like, well, that's quintessentially South African, isn't it? No, it's yeah, not. Like yesterday, my, it's my not house. South African. I, I, I yeah. take that back. It's, it's <laughs> ANC. And that's what yeah. it is. Don't speak ESCOM over the nation. Nah, that's it. ESCOMian. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, man, yesterday in my household, there was so much confusion at 6 o'clock because stage 2 was from 10 to 12. All right, that's cool. No one's at home. You know, they're all out at work. It's not going to affect anyone. Boom, stage 3 has started 6 o'clock from 6 to 8 p.m. Lights out. Boom. Nobody was expecting it, bro. And I'm like, I'm like, didn't you all check the schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, anyways. It, it got so bad. I was even thinking last week. I'm like, wow, life with power again. This is great. Woo. Yeah, I so I mean. Luxury, right? Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. I felt like I was in first world country again. It was fantastic, you know. But uh, listen, viewers, tell us what is your least favorite load shedding schedule slot. You know, Oof. for me personally, it's either going to be the 6 to 8 or the 6 to 10. That's, that's my worst. I can't, 
that oh i can't yeah, handle that dude those ones are horrible man yeah no it's it's yeah, bad it's kind of books like what do you do what do you actually do yeah exactly you know read a book study i don't know whatever the load shedding slots have made me more knowledgeable, though. I will say that. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> right? Anyway, uh, getting back to the matter at hand, episode number seven, right? Man, last week, Lou, we, we, went, we went on to discipline and consistency, right? Yeah. And, uh, and look, I, I, don't know, I don't know if we like releasing content too quickly or whatever it is, but, you know, the good part is, is that we're releasing it and it's up because, like, yeah. Like even up until last week, someone was chatting to me and they were like, yeah, yeah. So in episode four, you know, I'm busy with that now. And I'm like, I'm like, bud, you two episodes behind is, is well, what's going on? And, and I asked him like, why are you two episodes behind? He's like, no, um, when I'm watching the episode, there's so much to go through. There's so many nuggets, you know, so many things to take, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, no, no, I get it. I get it. You know, we're talking about it because we kind of like working it out in our, in, in our daily kind of thing, you know? So we're thinking about it a lot more than than uh, than we're talking about it. Yeah. You know? So I guess when it's coming out, it's we're not understanding completely the, the concentration, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that is there. But we were talking about discipline and and consistency, man. And I tell you, we got into some really, really, really juicy stuff. And I think this week uh, we said we were going to touch on the uh, the emotional side of things. Oof. Yeah, the woman in the room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It is a joke. <laughs> so there's no woman here I just, I just want to clarify there's no woman in my room okay <laughs> speaking of woman right sorry it's a bit of a digression but I have to state this no, your brother is a clown I agree and sorry I Kale wait my... I, I need to find out why hold up <laughs> I say that with like no apology but he had like good logic to what he was saying okay so in episode 6 right just to clarify yeah I had a statement in which I mentioned I was speaking to my partner and he was like my guy you can't be saying that because that's open to interpretation. Like, you know, is Lou, um, which, which, which side of the, the team is he batting for? <laughs> we, look, we, we say he's a clown, but he's got a point. He's got a point, right? Which, right. Man, it frustrated the hell out of me because I was like, sheesh. You know, with everything that's being said in on, on all these episodes, I need to properly consider some of my statements, man. And I was like, you know, they are good nuggets, but that one was sitting with me. And it was like, you know, that's that itch that you can't scratch. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah. clarification, my partner's a girlfriend. Okay. So we're batting okay. for the, the team that everyone would hopefully expect me to be batting for. I'm sorry, Bash. Lord Luke couldn't get through this episode without even giving <laughs> some sort of clarification on that. <laughs> you could have you done a post with this or something. I, mean. I could have, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> talk, like, it's like imagine on Instagram, um, in, in, in quotation marks. <laughs> My partner is a girlfriend, Lord you. <laughs> I was just like, man, what is this? <laughs> what what kind of channel is this? So yeah. Every, yeah everyone's like, oh, he's he's straight now. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> what is now? <laughs> hey, 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 you apologize. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean from misinterpreting that comment. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Look, <laughs> sometimes sometimes your beard's a little bit too neat, but it's fine. It's okay. We'll <laughs> we'll look by <laughs> But I just don't want to look like a farmer, all right? That's, that's fair. Any, that's that's any fair. Difference there. But to your point, yeah. speaking about emotions, you know what triggered me to now do all of that, what I just did? That whole clarification? Wait, wait, wait. I think I got an idea. Yeah. Was it load shedding? No. Oh. It was emotions, Bash. It was emotions. Obviously. I wasn't, Obviously. I wasn't feeling right about what your brother said to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this emotion of not feeling right until I sort it out. And I feel <laughs> great. I feel like I'm released and I can chat about the, the woman in the room. 
which is emotions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a joke to all the ladies. The lady yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. We, we're just kidding. We're just kidding. We, we love you all. <laughs> but but you know we we do, we do understand that it is a it's it's kind of a a, a basic design concept that you know women tend to be uh, a bit more emotional than men are, you know? But I'll be honest with you, in today's day and age, oftentimes I struggle to see the difference. Oof, especially in today's day and age. Yeah, you know, you know I think, and, and you know, from my side, Lou, it's, it's like, if I could just get, into, uh, take a moment to, to get into a personal interpretation here of, of how I'm seeing things, you know? Yeah. You know, you know typically, uh, um, Guys have been, you know, the more rugged, the more outdoorsy, you know, the more harder, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's just a masculine versus feminine kind of kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And um, do you think that in our digital age, right, that the extent of the masculine side has has dropped a bit? So if if we look at, uh, you know, uh, guys today are way more expressive than men would have been decades ago. You just look one or two generations back. Right. Yeah. For example, I mean, two guys talking on a podcast like this. I mean, two a few decades back, guys wouldn't even be seen on camera. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't be opening up concepts and sharing intimate details, and you know all these kind of things. There, there has been a dynamic shift uh, um, in how the sharing and the openness and all those things happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like be a man, don't cry. You, you know that that kind of thing has has yeah. has come through that. But along with that. Uh, is it maybe that our technology-driven lifestyle, you know, has caused us to be less disciplined with a lot of things? Mm. Oh, that's a pertinent question. It's possible, man. I mean, is I mean, it, if you if you had to think, sorry, before you go there, right? Before before you make your point, think about this, right? Yeah. How much of technology being in your life affects your ability to be disciplined? Sheesh. Let's see. I wake up and it's Instagram, man. <laughs> Lou, you should wake up and spend time with the Lord. Not Lord Lou. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm but, in my emotions again, Bash. <laughs> but think about it. I mean, do you think that's a fair point? Yeah, definitely. I do think that's a fair point. Well, I mean, look, it all, it all ties in with um, the timeline. Like you're saying, mm. let's just go back two generations or so. And that's basically... My age, then let's say your age, and then people slightly older than you that are also already parents, yeah. and then our parents' age, basically. And social media has blown out of the water in mm. the past 10, 15 years. Mm. Um, apart from that, there's been a lot more mindsets that have been, or views, can I say, that have been welcomed, such as the emotions aren't such a bad thing. Mm. You know, it's, it's okay mm. to have them. It's okay to express them. Yeah. Um, and that's also sort of been met with a challenge to masculinity, man. Which no, of I course. do think is uh, yeah, yeah. a massive contribution to the the state in which we now see mm. the masculine versus the feminine, yeah. and um, it does and, come and I think it's affected both. To be honest, you know, no, I, I, I think I think both have been distorted in in kind of the the liberal worldview of things. Mm. Uh, um, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, if you look at it, let's take that that point you made now back about two generations or whatever back, right? Yeah. Um, there wasn't this instant access to gratification. Yeah. You with me? Now, in a world where we have instant access to gratification, right, do you kind of think that we are in the space where we never have to put in effort to temper our emotion? Because the truth is, like what you said, emotions are good. We, are, we have been given emotions by God himself 
to enjoy life. You with mm. me? To 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 uh, um, what's the word I, I want to use? Um, to intensify and to uh, amplify our experiences. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if you're you're at a birthday party with no happiness. What the heck? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, how can you have an experience apart from emotion? Hundred percent. Emotion is sort of what puts it on the fence of in a positive or a negative emotion. Yeah. So yeah. you can't really separate the two. To your point, though, I mean, the, there's definitely one hell of a lot more distractions, mm. which, um, and it's a tricky one, man, because those distractions at first glance don't seem too detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I mentioned, if I go, if I wake up and the first thing I do is social media, it doesn't feel detrimental in the moment mm. at all. Mm. Even though there's key principles being missed, such as, you know, wake up do X, Y, and Z first for your own mental well-being and just for building some characters such as, you know, making the bed. Yeah, yeah. For example, yeah. you know, um, there's definitely one hell of a lot more distractions that don't feel bad. And they don't feel bad because it's basically the platform on which everyone connects now. So to now be a man or even a woman and to draw yourself back and say, you know what, this connection to the rest of the world is always going to be there. Therefore, I can take 10 minutes and just practice some discipline in doing a few other things. Mm. It's not always the first sort of type of thinking that comes to mind. No, of and, course. Yeah. And it kind of just comes down to what you mentioned in episode six. We need to manage ourselves with that, you know, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not easy in the sense that it's, it's, it's more easy to go the other way. Mm, it's not that sure. it's difficult to be disciplined. It's just that it's so much more easier just to log onto Facebook and start scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you the advent of these bloody videos, man. Short form videos, the rabbit hole. Oh, oh it's a killer, bro. It's a killer. Oh, it's like, man. yo, it's insane. Hey? <laughs> and 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 the thing is, this, uh, you know, if if we uh, continually affirm that that habit, so let's take that morning routine, right? Because let's say let's say you had a rough, uh, a late night, you worked hard the day before, whatever. You know, you go to sleep, and you wake up in the morning, and you've got some time, and you know, and you just you're just going for it, you know, and you're scrolling, and you all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you reinforce that that kind of habit, you know what tends to happen is, do you ever feel like um, you don't have enough juice left for the day? <laughs> you, you oh, know? man, that rabbit hole takes it out of you, bro. Yeah, like, like consistently, because you know what's actually happening is that from any emo- because emotions are responsive, right? Yeah. And, and like what you said is that they're there to enrich our experience, our experiences. Yeah. So emotions are supposed to be in response to experiences, okay? Yeah. So... You go on this emotional roller coaster down this rabbit hole that you're talking about, just on these videos, okay? Mm. You've already gone through a week's worth of emotions in 10 minutes or 15 minutes, and your brain and your whole body and your heart is just like, <laughs> I can't do it. So I'm like, oh, it's like too intense. And you're like, okay, let me get up and start my day now. Yeah, yeah. I- so like to put some like, like, like context into that picture, right? So it's 8 o'clock, you wake up. By 8.30, right? You've already felt, um, what's the word there? You're already made to feel guilty because of what's going on with the current wars or over the world and how privileged you are to still have running water and electricity. And then you're already feeling like, wait, I don't know anything because someone's just released a new product that you don't understand. And then you're like, but I'm also broke as hell, man, because there's that new Porsche out and I can't afford it. I'm not even close to even considering that. (laughs) And now I must get up and do whatever the hell it is that I planned. It is yeah. a tricky one. It is. It is. And, and, and it's this mechanic that, listen, should we be charging up our emotions void of reaction to experiences? 
it does should not we, make sense. Should we be, up. yeah, sh- should we be charging up our emotions, right? Void of reactions to experiences. Sheesh. Because think Break about that it. Down you. Break that down. So, so, so think about it. Let's take the screen example, right? Okay. I can watch opinion after opinion after opinion, okay, of, oh, well, let's take the basic one. Let's go with this one, right? Audi yeah. versus BMW. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah, polarized uh, uh, opinion on the stream right now, okay? <laughs> Straight out the gate. Yeah, okay. Polarized opinion. Obviously, <laughs> Lou doesn't understand anything. He's team Audi. I'm team BMW, okay? Who understands even less than Lou. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so, again, there it's coming out. Now, let's say I go and watch a string of opinions, okay? A string of opinions about this polarization, yeah. okay? But now deep down, what's happening is, is that I'm like trying to protect my own experience of things. Mm. So if I'm a BMW guy, whatever an Audi guy says, okay, even if it's going to be true, I'm going to immediately get into this defense mode and charge up mode of how I can uh, uh, debase his argument or how I can find a loophole and say, no, he's wrong. He's this, whatever. Mm. You you understand what I'm saying? Take, um, Take these global events that we spoke about, you know, the last couple of years. You know, you go down the rabbit holes of everyone out there now has this platform where they can just throw their opinions out there, mm-hmm. right? They can throw it out. And, and anyone who wants to can listen to it. And if you go into a specific topic uh, deep enough, right, um, what's going to happen is that you are going to uh, um, charge emotions, okay, into these opinions that, with people that you haven't experienced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, all you've done is you've been scrolling your phone for 15 minutes and you're upset. <laughs> and you're like, wait, hold on. What's happened for mm. me to be upset? I mean, you, you walk out the house and you kick the dog. You know, you, you, you're driving and you're having road rage and you know all these kind of things. And for the life of you, you just want to punch someone in the face, but you have no clue why. Yeah. You with me? You, yeah. or, or maybe you, you've created this thing of wanting to fight with someone who's in Canada saying, <laughs> saying, Canadians, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you want to fight with someone in, in Canada who has um, a, a differing opinion to you, but he's getting personal and ugly about it. Yeah. You know, you know, like, uh, like we had in the last couple uh, um, world events, you know, these last four that have taken place now. The biggest thing is people come out and be like, yeah, if you, if you disagree with me, you are X, Y, Z. Yeah, it's just extremes, man. It's, it's, it's either you're with us or you're against us. It's like there's no middle ground to meet. Yeah, 100%. And, and we have now these, these tools of technology, right, that when we use them properly, they are very, very good for us. All right? yeah. they, are, they, are very, they make us efficient. They make us more powerful. You know, all these kind of things in the yeah. things we need to get done, right? Not necessarily yeah. in, in being a person and, and growing and carrying, no, but as tools to living, you know, getting mm. things done. But there are certain products on these things, certain applications, okay, that, you know, believe it or not, maybe they're not designed for that, but the side effect that they have on us are potentially detrimental, especially emotionally and mentally. Yeah. I'm glad that you're saying that, Bash, in terms of the, there are tools that can be, highly helpful there are tools that can really help us in no matter what it is that we're trying to accomplish and achieve and to summarize what you've been saying this whole time i do believe that it's the exact same with emotions is that 
it can be really useful or it can be really detrimental. Mm. Mm. But it comes down to how we choose to employ those specific, whether it be the tools or those emotions at hand. And the sort of a, not a discussion that we'll go into, but just take social media, for example. Mm. Now we can have a debate till kingdom come as to what the true agenda behind social media is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. And, you know, it's true purposes and the effects it has on the brain and X, Y, and Z and the brainwashing and propaganda and wada, 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 wada. But like you said, it's a choice as Bash the individual, as Lou the individual, as John, Mary, Kate, Jane, and Bob that are watching the, the, the podcast, it's their choices as individuals to say, you know what, this is how I'm going to let this tool affect me. Yeah. And yeah. on the same token, it's the same choice to say each day, well, you know what, this is how I'm feeling right now, but this mm. is how I'm going to choose to let it affect me. If even, if even, and that comes down to what you were mentioning in episode six, and that's why it's such a crucial point, and I'm glad it's coming up again. It's that management of self. And now what we're finding is that the management of self has to extend beyond just what's happening internally to, like you're saying now, the tools that are available at hand mm. because exactly. of the effects that they can have. And that is a fairly new age thing in the sense that 20 years ago, nobody had to manage a TikTok addiction. Mm. Nobody had to men or manage an Instagram addiction yeah. or a dopamine rush from likes or uh, no one even knew what an influencer was. The influencers of the world back then were guys that like were doing things at a high scale, man. Nice. It was the Steve Jobs of the world. It was the Bill yeah. Gates, for example. That was an influencer. There were politicians and sportsmen. The now pioneers. We get the pioneers, exactly. Now we're getting strung back and forth. And I do believe that social media has played a large effect in or played a large part in how our emotions affect us. And, yeah. you know, for the audience listening, the reason why we're going into this is that the tools that we were discussing in episodes five and six, the discipline and the consistency are often thrown out the room because of how we are feeling, because mm. of the emotions at place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the emotions, like you say, you know, it's, it's probably because, you know, the, the thing is, is we are emotional beings. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you sure. said, it's in the design. It's, it's there. It's, it's in the design, and, and and they were they were designed for good. You, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and you know what we talk about the previous generation. Uh, I can't remember who said it, man. It's a, such a cool quote. Is that you know this generation replaced champions for celebrities? Yeah, I was like, ooh, that one smacks. That <laughs> one smacks. You know because because you look. I mean, Kylie Jenner has how many millions? Well, probably. Hundreds of millions she of followers. Most, she has the most. Her and Ronaldo, Cristiano. Yeah, he's a champion, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, the point I'm making is that we have all these women flocking after Kylie Jenner, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, each one of them has. But there isn't a single, uh, um, even fraction of an interest in, for example, what women engineers and and scientists and you know uh, tech professionals and all these business leaders who are women are doing yeah. you know what i'm saying i mean you take the ceo of amd right mm. uh um woman obviously as well jen no not jen that's uh uh that's nvidia lisa lisa i can't remember her surname asian surname but anyway yeah. uh her name's lisa listen that auntie she i'm calling her auntie sorry that's the indian in me coming out <laughs> but listen dude the the job that she did with nvidia ati at the time right yeah this company was in the hole of holes. They were about to shut down. A very prominent company back in, in, in the early gaming days and everything. Mm. You know? She came in, right? I think her name's Lisa. I hope it's Lisa. Anyway. <laughs> she came in and she brought in a strategy. And man, she now has made AMD the market leader. 
yeah. in, in probably under 10 years, maybe 10 years, somewhere there. You know what I'm saying? Now, the thing is this now, no one's going to subscribe to her Instagram and you know all that kind of stuff. Why? Because Lisa or, or the, the AMD CEO, okay, is not giving them the experience that they're looking for. Mm, the emotional the experience. The emotional experience. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the other thing is this, is that because we link onto things that give us emotional experiences, we start creating connections with them. Yeah. You know, I, I promise you, bro, I promise you, I have heard, I've sat down with people who could tell me more about the Kardashians, okay? <laughs> and then they could about what they were doing at school or what was happening at work, what's even happening in our country. And, yeah, and they, man, it frustrates <laughs> the life out of me. I'm like, you know what, you can't, man, it's just like, you can't remember or understand things that are beneficial to you. But as soon yeah. as you bring up a TV show or a movie or some sort of celebrity orientated franchise, dude, from A to Z, they know 100%. it all. And, and, and here's, here's the thing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, um, slamming anyone watching these things, but I'm just drawing the comparison of the extremes that exist is that people have a tendency now through this technology and the stuff, they want to yeah. live vicariously through these things. Yes. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. wait, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you've got your own life to live. Yeah. Right? They're living their own life. Everyone has their own life to live. That's it. You, you know, and, and let's bring it, let's bring it closer to home, Bash. And like you said, definitely not slamming anyone out there, but it's a prudent point to make. Mm. Is that they are they are looking to these people that don't even know that they exist, number one, and that will never have any sort of real impact on their lives if we very realistic um but then the the local champions for example are completely ignored yeah you know completely. the teachers the principals the the nurses the normal ordinary hard-working mother that keeps i'm just going with the mother because we, we were speaking about women yeah but like you know the ordinary person that keeps a household alive and going gets zero recognition mm, gets no. zero uh, yeah, consideration yeah consideration in the day-to-day -day. Mm. and we have to start asking ourselves, you know, but if we're looking for a better way for ourselves, number one, and a better way for our families, number two, and a better way for our communities, surely we need to start bringing the recognition a bit closer to home. 100%. 100%. Huge point. Because, you know, technology has made the world so small, but just because the world is small doesn't mean it's reachable. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like that's a good one. I mean, repeat that, bro. Repeat yeah, that. but it's true though. I mean, dude, you know what? We are, you know, we we have family abroad, you know, and obviously because of time zones and stuff, we have like these video calls at weird times of the day, you know. Yeah. But the truth is, at the push of a button, I can be in contact with them, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're reachable. I can't get in my car and cross the ocean. Yeah. You understand? BMWs are great, but they can't do that. You know, yeah. I, neither can Audis. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> But but you understand what I'm saying? So what maybe happened? a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe we just get the Top Gear guys to fit it out, you know. Like, but wait, wait, we're digressing. Wait, wait, focus, focus, yeah, focus, focus. So so um, the the thing is this: is just because technology has made the world smaller doesn't mean it's it's reachable, you yeah. know. And and because uh, um, in the olden times, right, a few generations back, you know, you're talking about these addictions, okay. Mm. So let's compare a TikTok addiction to alcohol, drugs, or all the stuff that have typically been around, you know, in those days, right? From alcohol and drugs, you're going to see the impact of that much sooner than a TikTok addiction. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the TikTok addiction, 
uh, you're not going to come out of your room and be drunk on TikTok. How is someone going to know? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But if someone's got an alcohol addiction and you flopping around in the street, yeah, it's going to be like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this brother, something's not right with this guy. What, what's, hey, what, that uncle's what, not walking straight, huh? <laughs> that uncle, you okay there? Hey, bro, you all right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It shows there's domestic violence at home. They're slipping at work. You know, all these kind mm. of things. And because this this little thing here, right? Because this little thing here um, is has become our sort of uh, avatar, right? Yeah. What does that mean? It means that this thing now becomes our kind of like image, our personal space. Yeah. You know, before our personal space used to be internal. Yeah. You with me? If we didn't want to share anything, we didn't have to share whatever. If someone accesses your phone now, they get everything. You That's with me? And, and again, I'm not slamming technology. I'm just uh, uh, bringing across, Lou, that we may need to be conscious about what we're giving over to yeah. the digital side. You with me? Well, yeah, to that point, Bash, we're not slamming it. And if any of the audience feels like we are slamming it, then not slamming you, but just saying, maybe take a step back and ask yourself why you're getting triggered about it. Yeah. Because sure. in all honesty, it comes down, like we were just saying, the management of what are we using these tools at hand for? And I always think about emotions as, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's what's going to define if the experience is good or bad. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, that's like a really simple way of thinking about it. And the emotion that I choose to carry throughout the day <clears throat> It's going to make it a great day or a bad day. Mm, but it's my choice to manage it. And I guess the point that we're trying to make with emotions and the technology, I don't know where the technology thread came from, but I'm glad that we're on it, Bash. Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> came in, I guess. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah we are. But, but I think the point that we're trying to make is that both technology and emotions have got a rightful place in the process. Exactly. They've got a rightful exactly. place to create a positive impact to create a negative impact. And you know what? The negative impact isn't always as bad as it seems either. Mm. Sometimes it can just be a good warning sign to say, Hey, if this part of the process is making you feel like this, maybe take a step back and pause mm. and see, Oh my gosh, what is triggering me? Mm. Wait a minute. This doesn't feel the way it was feeling yesterday. What's changed. Right? So it's definitely serving a purpose of some sort, but only if we choose to let it. Yeah. hundred percent. You know? And I, I speak for myself, you know, when it comes to the, the tools that we're mentioning, the consistency and the discipline, the number one thing that throws them out of the room or out of the window sometimes is my emotion. Mm. You know, like you were saying, I'll go through half an hour on TikTok, finally get out of bed. And all of a sudden that drive that I had, that plan that I had to be consistent and disciplined in sitting down and doing work from, let's say, 9 through to 11 then take a short break. It's completely out the window because I... I'm not feeling myself anymore, man. Yeah, yeah, of I'm course. I'm not feeling like Lou. I'm feeling lethargic. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling, yeah, whatever. And then other days, I'm feeling super hyped because I don't know. I just watched something that really made me happy. You know, maybe it was like Gordon Ramsay cooking or this or that. And here I am. Now I'm feeling great. But mm. it's just, I need to take a step back nonetheless and ask myself, but wait, why has my decision making to continue on the process been so heavily influenced by my emotions? Mm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and I think that's a mature question to be asking. Yeah. And in all honesty, even the worldly people, the people that aren't based or that don't believe in in what we believe in when it comes to Christ and the freedom that He has for us to be set free from emotions, I'm sure they'll agree with the logic that says that hey, you need to think about what you're thinking about. Yeah, that level yeah. of awareness that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it goes back to the point that you made that we're just going to be polarized. Boom, boom, and all the time. <laughs> 
bounce from extremes, man. And it's just not cool. It's not sustainable either. It's not enjoyable, number two. And number three, it just isn't conducive to anything that's actually helpful most of the time. Mm. Yeah, you for sure. What I'm saying. Yeah, and, no, 100%, bro. 100%. And, and I was actually hoping that we could touch on that. But Bash, when mm. it comes to the better way of doing things, the better way of experiencing life, the better way of going through the process with the emotions and like I said, we're not going to push this onto the people, but the the better way that we know is that Christ has set us free from emotions. Mm. Could you maybe just break down the process of that or the mechanic behind that and why it's so liberating to be able to look to Christ, the objective anchor, and all of a sudden the subjective emotional anchor doesn't have that pull. Yeah, for sure. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the emphasis is that, that it's the objective anchor. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, emotions... Uh, and I think it's maybe we need to we need to just you know define it like this you know like a lot of people say oh I'm such an emotional person you know uh, does that mean that you 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 feel emotions does that mean that your emotions are very deep does it well mm. you know I think it's important we get the 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 kind of correct image there you know when when someone's emotional right the image I get in my mind is that their decision making is driven by emotion. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you, just because you can have emotion doesn't mean you're emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you with me? Because we all have emotion. Yeah. Yeah, you with me? We we all have emotions, but the thing is this: is that the minute your emotions drive your decision making, mm -hmm. then you're emotional. The minute your emotions drive your decision making, you're emotional. Yeah. So gotcha. so let's let's talk about that now. What you said, how you know Christ being the objective anchor, right? Yeah. So so for example, you know people who are highly emotional, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of kind of um you know studies and and there's a lot of things been done over the years where what can i say that they would say no but then it's a certain type of diet and it's this and it's hormones and it's this chemical and it's you know all that kind of stuff but look uh, i don't know how much of that we want to get into but you know at the core of it is that i've realized is that there is the lack in training or practice in mm. managing your emotions yeah. You, no. you understand what I'm saying? That's the thing. So, for example, let's take a basic example, Lou. Yeah. When you're feeling down in the day. Yeah. Right? You want to engage in an activity to change your emotional state. Yeah. Right? Because wh wh what's the, the, the mechanic? The mechanic is that our activities, our environments, our experiences dictate our emotional state. So, mm. if I arrive at home affairs... And I'm standing in the line for 40 minutes and then, you know, the lady behind the desk comes out and says, hello, ladies and gentlemen, we are very sorry, but the system is offline. Yeah, for the third time that day. Okay, so my emotional <laughs> state was already okay. I'm like, yeah, I got to do this. There's no issue, whatever. But she's going to come out and say, the system's offline when I've been here for 40 minutes. Yeah. That environment is going to dictate my emotional state. Yeah. You with me? Because why? There is an experience I'm having in my heart and uh, my emotions are letting me know that this is how you're going to express it. Yeah. This is how you're going to respond to it. You with me? So, so we always got to remember that if I want to change the way I'm feeling, I need an activity. <clears throat> you with me? I need to change my focus. I need to change my, my engagement, my environment, you know, all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing, right? How often are we going to find the environment in everyday life that we need. I mean, if you're going to work and you're at the office, right, and you're feeling down, okay? Yeah, good, good luck trying to find something that's going <laughs> to, you know, I'm just going to start doing these reports and then I'll feel great. 
USB. I mean, let me start by hundred cold calls. I'm sure I'll feel better. And after the first ten, no one's answered the phone. Exactly. Or mm. ah, it's not so bad. I'm feeling down. It's not so bad. Ugh, work's gonna be over just now. And then you look at the clock, and it's quarter past eight, and you're like, what? <laughs> I feel like I've been here for six hours already. Yeah. You with me? But here's the thing. That objective anchor, right? Being Jesus. Okay. You see, uh, um, walking with Christ is not just about having Him there. Yeah. It's about experiencing Him. And that comes from the inside out, my man. Yes. So now, so now we agree that we still need an experience to change our emotional state. We Are do. you with me? We need but that. Not one from the outside. We must experience Christ to change our emotional mm. state. Because you see, when we experience Him, right? We're not going to feel demand and let down and disappointment and frustration and stress. We're yeah. going to experience peace. We're going to experience joy. We're going to experience wholeness. We're going to experience contentment. Yeah. Because Christ is not one who takes from us. He gives to us. Yeah. He says, I have come to give you life. So anyone yeah. who's listening, if you think Christ takes from you or demands from you, eh, wrong. All right. If you have any more questions, come to CWW. We'll discuss them with you. Okay. That's it. But the truth is this now is that we acknowledge we need an experience. Yeah. So, so let's talk about some of the experiences on the process, right? Caffeine. Phew, my man. It starts the experience. It wakes it up in the mornings. And then it keeps it going throughout the day. But each time it gives, it gives a little bit less. <laughs> okay, so, little bit more. <laughs> okay, so the, you, the reason I said caffeine is because you and I both need to hear this. We need to talk yeah. about this. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We, we, so, we're talking to ourselves now. Audience, go take a coffee break. <laughs> No, 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 don't leave. Come back. Wait. <laughs> so, 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 do you remember a while back? And it must have been, yes, it could have been over a year or whatever, right? So, we go on a coffee run. And then Lou is like, dude, you got to try this. Okay. So, I'm like, okay, what's the order? And he says, it's a tall, triple shot cappuccino. I was like, yeah, look, there's the face. You saw it. You guys saw it, right? Oof. <laughs> tall, triple shot cappuccino. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm in for this. I love coffee. <laughs> that night, I laid in my bed and my veins were buzzing. I promise you. I was like, wow. Right? <laughs> it, it, was, it was rough. Okay? It was rough. But man, I felt great. I'm like, ah, let's go. Another side of town, Lou was passed out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because obviously, Lou's already numb to that. Okay? <laughs> but, but my point being is that... Uh, um, we often hack our bodies to change our emotional state. Mm. You know, back in the day when, when you know, that, that high school moment was so weird for me when we went away one December and we came back and now all my friends and cousins, they're, they're partying, you know, there's alcohol involved, there's smoking involved. I'm like, but guys, the last, the, the last December we were, we were jumping off roofs into swimming pools and playing cricket and all these things. Now we're doing all these weird things. What's going on? Mm. But what do we do? We hack the body to change the emotional state. So whether it's caffeine, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, or whether Ooh. it's this. Ooh, TikTok. Are you with me? And all those things fall into the same bracket because all of those things adjust our emotional state. Mm. But to our own detriment. Because yeah. we want to, how can we, logically, Lou, how can we feel happy about something that's destroying us? Oh, man, it's a horrible question to answer because I don't. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, it, it, it's. It's not logical. 
Yeah, it isn't logical. It goes back to what I was saying in the beginning about the the that instant gratification. It doesn't feel bad in the moment. In the moment, it, it doesn't feels okay, you know. And it comes down to what you just asked, asked me now. Mm. How can mm. we feel happy about something that's destroying us? It's poor management, man. <laughs> exactly. And and let's talk about the process now, right? Yes. Studying. Studying is a great topic. Like well, a, we should know. Yeah, I feel like a full-time student. Anyway, so so studying, right? Let's take studying. Yeah. On Some days you have good days, some days you have bad days. But, I mean, uh, the ideal scenario is consistency, right? That's what we said. Is that, yeah. like, like you said last episode, you know that 20-minute rule, you know? Yeah. 20-minute rule. Just, just start with a little bit every day, right? Yeah. Cool. Shabbos. But what we want to do is, is that we see an experience that's not going to give us a good emotional experience. Are you with me? Studying, yeah. for example. If you have to learn something new, I promise you, most of the time, it's not going to start great. Mm -mm. Once you've taken the journey of learning it, then it's great, right? Yeah. But the emotions on the way, I mean, you, you get upset with, with the lecturer, you get upset with the subject matter, you get upset with your computer, you get upset with yourself, you get upset. All of a sudden, now you're upset with Ramaphosa. You know, because you're trying to cram in studying in a time you don't want to because the power's going off. You know, it yeah. like just spirals out of control, right? So what do we do if we're not uh, um, skilled in managing our emotions? Is that all of a sudden we have no issue with just turning it off and go finding something to do that makes us feel nice. Yeah, it's true. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so the, the key is this, is that our experience right? Dictates our emotion. Mm. If we got to do something terrible, we can have bad emotions. If we do something good, we have good emotions, right? Yeah. But the objective anchor, the external anchor that you mentioned, you know, in Christ, he's inviting us to have an experience with him that's mm. not going to hurt us. Have an experience with him that's not going to short circuit, that's not going to, you know, uh, make us prioritize our things incorrectly, right? Mm. That's not going to make us treat our loved ones badly. It's not going to make us put our life out of balance. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Not going to make us lose focus about what's important or not. Mm. Are you with me? So, I mean, I went Durban via Cape Town there to answer your question, but I mean, it's, it's quite an intricate thing because emotions yeah. and managing them, you know, in today's world, it's seemingly a very, very elusive explanation. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially on the mechanic side of it. Yeah. You with me? So when we're in the process, um, there's positive emotions and there's negative emotions, right? Yeah. And the managing of those emotions, I don't know. You know, you, you can jump in over here now on, yeah. on, on, because I mean, you've been talking about managing self. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And the better way to do it. I mean, what's a typical way that you approach uh, um, dealing with positive emotions on the process and negative emotions on the process? It's also quite a loaded question, man, because uh, <laughs> what I have noticed is that when it comes to with the dealing of the emotions, it also changes day by day. And it actually, it, it takes a while to establish a baseline to say, you know what, if this is what pops up in my heart today, this is how I need to deal with it. It's, and I think that's where everyone that is listening to this just needs to take a step back and understand that there is a process within the process. What I mean by that is that for example, let's say you're on this whole, let's go to studying. You're busy studying something new. It's frustrating the living daylights out of you, or you're having a good time, whichever one. 
and an emotion crops up and you're not too sure how to deal with it. That in and of itself is a process and it also takes time. And what I had to find is that when it came to my positive and my negative emotions is that I had to be really diligent in being able to just step away from the emotion in a sense. Mm. And firstly, identify weight. What has caused this? What has caused this? And is that justified? Yes or no? Yeah. And, and the reason why I go at the roots of asking is it justified is that in all honesty, I'm just trying to hold myself to a level of accountability mm. with, you know, I'm actually being, because if it's a negative emotion, it's not healthy, man. It's not healthy for my body. It's not healthy for my mind. It's not healthy for any of my friendships or relationships. So I need to be mature and ask myself, Hey, Lou, bro, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Is, this, is this really justified right now? Or is it not? Mm. And if it isn't, then coming back to what you said, I have to be a man. <laughs> I have to be a man and, you know, just grow up. Boys don't cry, mm. you know, mm. and there's nothing wrong with it in that sense in my mind. And if it's a positive emotion, on the plus side, I still, my, 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 my approach to those is to also then take a step back and make sure that the positive emotion doesn't get out of hand. Mm. I don't lose sight of where I'm at in the process. Yeah. Because, man, that can knock me off my feet. I'll tell you what, I had a, well, Bash, you would know, I was sitting with you for five hours last week, Friday, trying to sort something out with the studying process that I'm on. And, you know, we're going good. We're going good. It's like, yeah, I understand things. You know what, Bash, give me a project. I can handle it. Boom. Hit the next module. Bash, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know? And it's just, if, if, if in the few modules before that, I hadn't managed that positive emotion to say, you know what, let me just remember where I'm at here. It, it could have crushed me. You know what I'm saying? To now be in a place where it feels like I'm starting all over again. Yeah. But it's yeah. to take that step, that, that step for, that careful step back. That's it, man. My English is going on a process. Yeah. Stairful. <laughs> so stairful. That is a step that is carefully made. A stairful. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Learning things on the Respawn podcast. So I had to take a careful step back in the process to say, you know what? Irrespective of what I'm feeling, let me take a step back. Let me see where it's coming from. Mm. From there, and me following what I believe to be the better way, I need to look to Christ and see if it's anchored in him, man. That's the thing. Because Christ ain't jealous. Yeah. Christ isn't frustrated. Christ isn't feeling like something unfairly has been done to him. You know? And that's that's not his portion, therefore it's not mine. Yeah. So, And that's where the maturity as a believer comes in. And that is why the way of Christ, like you're saying, brilliant point that you said, people think that choosing Christ as the better way is going to be painful was going to take from them. It's like, no, it's not. It, it is in actual fact, a much easier pathway to be taking in the sense that it provides the quickest escape, man, from what it is that I'm feeling that is not justified. Mm. It, it mm. provides the quickest solution to say, but you know what, Lou, you don't have to remain there. Even if, even if, and this is the cool thing, right? About managing the emotions. Even if you're feeling a negative emotion and I'm running with the negative ones because I do think, people relate to them a bit easier in a no, sense. Of course. Of course. I mean, people don't even remember positive emotions. They just remember the negative ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So even if your negative emotion is justified according to worldly standards, yeah, Christ is the only thing that is going to tell you, but wait, there's a better way. Hmm. And the reason why I'm mentioning that is because I had to break this down for myself to say that, you know what, Lou, irrespective of what you're feeling, you're the only one feeling it. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Because, you know, Bash, if I'm highly frustrated right now, that's not going to affect you. It's not going to change your standard of living, your comfort of life. It's going to affect mine. 
you know? So why am I choosing not just to deal with it and get the hell out of it? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's where I, it was this brilliant point that you're making. The external environment, if that is what you're going to rely on to change your emotion, it, could, it, it, it does work to a degree when it comes yeah. to certain things. It does. But it's not going to be the answer. It's not what's going to set you free from being a slave to how you feel. Mm. It's not what's going to set you free to say, you know what? This is not who I am. This is who I am. And this is how I'm going to experience this right now. Yeah. Because yeah. let's face it, man. Like we were saying, the emotions, they've got, they've got a place in the process. Mm. They've got the positive. They've got the negative. But how we choose to perceive them and how we choose to interact with those emotions, it's really going to determine what we take out of the, the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Are we going to learn from this? Are we going to be drawn closer as a family because of this? Mm. Or are we going to let the emotions blind us to what lesson is to be learned? Are we going to let the emotions make us drift further apart? And that comes, just comes down to really the managing no, of, of course. emotions, that, that managing of self. And the better way, managing it through the middleman that has already managed it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middleman being, being Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if I answered your question, but no, my, I think you did. My number one step in all honesty is take a step back and just try and figure out what the hell is going on here. Mm. And then from there, the ball's back in my court, essentially yeah. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I like what you said there where, you know, um, from the emotional side, just, you know, try and find out where's this coming from. Yeah. You with me? That is, that in itself is such a huge step because, um, you know, the, 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 the problem with self-awareness in the world today is that self-awareness leads to self-consciousness. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So what that means is, is that people are self-aware and, and they can be very self-aware about it, but whether it's a positive or a negative, they become self-conscious, which affects their confidence. Yeah. It makes them insecure. It makes them second-guess themselves makes them awkward, you know, all these kind of things because there, there is a difference between self-awareness and self-consciousness, you know what I'm saying? Now, self-awareness, right, to take you to Christ consciousness is what we need to practice. Yeah. And that's basically what you were explaining is that to say, okay, but wait a minute, if I'm frustrated in this now, mm. I understand, I'm frustrated, this thing happened, this is why I'm frustrated. I got to connect to Jesus now. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I have to connect with him now because, you know, all of us, we have this yearning for a perfect life, mm. perfect environments, perfect uh, uh, emotional state, perfect everything. You know what I'm saying? We have, we have that yearning. Why? Because God put it in us because that's how he lives. You yeah. with me? But we understand the whole story why we can't have a perfect environment is because, you know, um, sin's in the world and, and, and death is reigning through sin, right? Yeah. But those who, who come to Christ, you know, and they want to take what he's got to offer, right? They have an opportunity to be free of an inconsistent environment. <laughs> that's it. You with me? They have an opportunity to experience the perfect environment, and that's his presence. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that, Bash, because this full disclaimer out there is that that process of stepping out and trying to identify where the emotion is coming from and then taking it to Christ it's not necessarily easy all the time mm -mm. and it's not an instantaneous process either, but I'm glad that you mentioned it, that the opportunity is at least available. No, hundred percent. 
I mean, and you know what? You can either hit the mark or you can miss it. But the times that you hit the mark, it's going to, well, it's just really going to do something inside of you, man, to try your absolute best to get there. Hmm. But like I was saying, disclaimer, it's not an easy process. It's yeah. not like I do it right all the time. Hell, I fail most of the time, to be honest with you. But the times I've gotten it right have proven to me why it's the right way. 100%. 100%. And that's why I keep on trying. You know, it might take a day or two. It might take an hour or two. It might take a week or two. Mm. It, it really depends on, I suppose it depends on me and the choices I make. But the point that I'm trying to make is that to the audience out there, we're not trying to say that this is the way to do it and that we have mastered it. What we're saying is that we have identified that this is a better way. Mm. And at least the opportunity is always available. Exactly. I mean, Lou, you want to talk about how difficult it is, right? Let's just yeah. let's just break this down for a minute. Okay. So let's take. So this is a book on quantum physics, right? It's called The Quantum World, uh, The Disturbing Theory at the Heart of Reality. Okay. Why do you have that bash? I just piqued my interest. I just wanted to dabble in it a little bit, right? You we know, need a reel from you explaining what yeah. it is. <laughs> well, yeah. It just piqued my interest. I want to know. Okay. So, so let's take this book, okay? Now, if I want to come to terms with this book, yeah. I have physical pages. Mm-hmm. I have words written on a page. I, I have an intellectual uh, um, explanation, or I have a, a well-articulated explanation from a very intellectual person. Mm-hmm. You know, They've structured all the data in a way to take me on a journey to bring me to understanding, You know, all yeah. these kind of things. So I'll be honest with you, reading reading a book about quantum about the quantum world can seemingly be easier than trying to become self-aware and manage myself Good because point. here's the thing i mean when i'm inundated with emotion where's yeah. where's the hardcover book where's the journey where's the words on the page where's the instruction manual where's all these things yeah what do you come to terms with and at the core of it you know uh that thing about not finding out not wanting to find out or, or just okay the thing of needing to find out where's this coming from mm. do you know if we don't have the objective anchor we're just going to resolve the reasons so that we're always right <laughs> that's terrible man Where, whereas <laughs> if christ is the one who's right for us our righteousness yeah even in midst of all those emotions i can see things or i can be be wary of things where i'm wrong and i'm causing the problem mm. you understand so this is the freedom that you're talking about now this is this is where the rubber meets the road, you know? And, and the worst part is, or not the worst part, is the most significant part is that when I'm trying to come to terms with something that's metaphysical, because I, I have no indicators, Lou. Yeah. Okay, happiness indicates a laughing. Sadness indicates a crying. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, whatever. The body responds to your emotional state. Like you were saying, you know, when you're stressed, you're going to feel it directly in your stomach. But yay! That pit, my bro, it is there. You, you know when, when 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 it starts going like this, and then and then it's and then it starts burning. You know when it's like it's burning. You're like, jeez. You know? Why are we relating to this so well? Damn it, man. Because dude, it's, it's such a real part of life. And you and you know when when all those things happen, like I found even even when like like let's take a, talk about that stress or that fear. Do you know right that if we practice what the Bible teaches us? right pertaining to life and godliness that that we're supposed to walk with christ as our objective anchor and we're supposed to be experiencing him and taking from him and and affirming our identities in him you know we can go on and on and on but i mean um if we if we go with that and and we say that okay uh um 
I'm going to follow through with this, and this is what I'm going to do. Even when, even when the, the explanation is my fault, you know? So even if I'm in a circumstance that I know is my fault and I know there's something bad coming, you know, you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, you know, that yeah. bad thing, is that yeah. um, if, I, if I don't have a way to get rid of that, that feeling or that, that, that fearful expectation and um, I'm like stuck in it and it's crippling me, what I'm going to do is that I'm going to do everything to try and avoid the consequence of my decision. You with yeah. me? But yeah. decisions have consequences. We understand that. But when I go and connect to Christ in that, you know, and I get reaffirmed in who he is, even in my own mistake, I have peace in my heart to take the consequence that I need to take. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? That's and my, my approach to the consequence is not going to be self-preservation to, just, to make more damage. I'm going to take yeah. accountability and I'm going to listen to his leading through the Holy Spirit to, to, to take me out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I see, Lou, you, uh, your lighting's changed a bit. It's been a bit of a, a power failure at your place or something. I don't know. Something yeah, different. man. I don't know what it is. I think Eskom's doing their things or, or the cable thieves. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> but we carry on, bro. We carry on. We push forwards. You see, I had to practice that right now. I had to like step out of that emotion. Like, you know what? I'm going to carry on with respawning off bash stuff. It. We're not going to post episode seven. But yeah, we are. <laughs> exactly. We, we're just carrying on. So I think... You know, look, we, we have said quite a bit. I mean, we, we've, we've made some good time. And I think, um, you know, from the controlling emotions point of view, you know, I mean, you shared your process. I think from my side, if I could share my process is that yeah. um, the first thing I would encourage everyone to focus on is understand what the environment, what being in Christ is offering you. Mm, that's huge. That's number one. You have to take that journey to go to discover what christ is offering you yeah because for me number one when i get into that huge emotional state and and i get into this thing about all these things that i deserve and you know get into that victim mindset or get into that punisher mm. mindset whatever it is yeah i have the comparison of him so yeah i can take that step back that you're talking about and i can turn to him and i can go and experience you with yeah. me? And I can go and release all those things and everything so that when I come back, right, I'm seeing clearly again. The situation hasn't changed, but I've mm. changed. Are you with me? And if I've yeah. changed, I can change the situation. Yeah. You with me? But it's an active thing. It's, it's a thing of we don't just go on impulse. You know, yeah. you, know, you know the simple thing of when you're trying to give up sugar or you need to stop sugar or cut down. The minute yeah. your, your mouth does that like weird tingling thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? That tingling <laughs> thing for sugar. You know, yeah. you, I mean, you just had the, the, the most delicious dinner or whatever. And then it does that tingling thing. It's like, mm, there's a piece of chocolate or, you know, where's, where's something, you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Don't just go into impulse. Mm. Stop. Because the minute, the minute you diffuse that impulse, the minute you diffuse that emotion and, and you, you, you know, you, you think objectively like, no, no, but I'm not going to do that. Mm. What happens? You're left wanting. You feel like a lack, like, oh, I can't, I can't. So what do you do in that process? You connect with Christ. Yeah. That's the thing. If you're left wanting, connect with him. He's giving. Yeah. Are you with me? He's the one who's giving. So managing the emotions in the process, guys, whether you're on the up, whether you're on the down, whatever your emotional state, dealing with people, dealing with work, whatever it is, do not let your emotional state cripple, right? You from, uh, cripple your journey in reaching your potential. 
That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the key. Don't don't let it cripple you. Connect with Jesus. Let him yeah, give to you. Cool step, you know? man. It really is cool. Because um, I was just thinking now while you're busy mentioning that, that if the external environment is the number one thing that's throwing us off, it makes logical sense to search for a new environment. That's it. That's it's just, it. It's a cool step, man. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone can appreciate the, the logic and the mechanic behind doing that. No, of course. And I mean, listen, we can thank the, 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 the good Lord for giving us Jesus and creating this way, you know, because at the end of it, at the end of it, like you say, we've been given an environment that's never going to fail us never going to 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 change you know that's always good for us and you know all these things so yeah and i'm so glad we've dealt with the process in all our previous episodes because i want to tell everyone that this is going to be something that you must practice you know this is going to be something that yeah. you do every day you, you know yeah. what i'm saying this is going to be something that you do all the time for the sake of of your own heart of your own life and for all the loved ones around you you know for yeah. the sake of for the sake of what you're going to go out into the world and do what you're going to give to people you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, look, Lou, with that being said, obviously all the hiccups we're having, you got some really good mood lighting there. Though. I'm very impressed. Very, very impressed. <laughs> it's a vibe. Yeah, it's, it's, a vibe. it's really a vibe, you know. <laughs> got to take out the guitar and like start playing some some stuff there, yeah. you know. But uh, I think as always, you know, guys, from my side, thank you so much for watching. I know this episode, uh, it may feel like we went into a lot of things and all the stuff, but, you know, take some time, chew on it as always and and kind of, you know, make it real for you. If you want a bit more help, if you, uh, if you want a few more tips to make it practical, put it in the comments. We can obviously do that. You know, reach out to us or whatever it is. And, uh, yeah. and I promise you, if, if you can defuse uh, that time bomb that is your emotional state, potential time bomb that is your emotional state, you're going to experience a lot more peace every day and you're going to be making a lot more ground. You, you know what I'm saying? So as always, from uh, Sir, is it Sir Bash? I am Sir Bash. Bash. From Sir Bash, uh, grace and peace as always, and we're gonna see you in episode eight. <laughs> oh Lord Bash, I don't think anyone's gonna come back after that, bro. <laughs> Audience in in the comments, what was worse, the trumpets or the wink? I need to know because I can't decide. <laughs> but yeah, Bash from our side, like you said, quite a bit that we covered. So guys, take the time, go through it. Work through it, man. This is honestly practical steps that you're going to see a benefit if you decide to, to just try it out. Um, I do think it would be pretty cool if we could hear from the audience what sort of emotions have you guys struggled to deal to deal with in the, in the past experiences that you've gone through, in the past processes? What emotions is it that have constantly plagued you? You know, you know there's always that one repeat emotion that just never shakes itself. Yeah. Like, I it's back. But you know what? Drop it in the comments. Be vulnerable with us. If you don't want everyone to see it, DM us. It's something that we can chat about on the next episode. It is something that we can definitely break down the mechanics. And you know what? We might just be able to lead you to a better way on doing things. But uh, Bash, Sir Bash, that was a great episode. Definitely better than my, my current electrical situation. But uh, <laughs> from Lord Lou, as always, guys, welcome to Respawn.